Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. You know, we would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. Well, today our guest is Mary Hazeltine. She is a Catholic birth doula, a childbirth educator, and Mary has written a book titled, Made for This, A Catholic Mom's Guide to Birth. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. And how important that this book is for women and marriages, for husbands, because you were a part yeah. of everything yeah. and you were present at all of our deliveries, yeah. birthing, labor, you were the man, yeah. you were right there present with me. And for us, we didn't want a lot of other people in the room. Right. A lot of other people weren't in the room when we created those children and we you just wanted we just wanted an intimate moment, just yeah. me and you yeah. and Jesus and all the angels and saints. And that's how we navigated it and that's how we went through it. And um, and it was really beautiful for us. Our families were very far away, and so we didn't physically have them close by, but we had friends that came yeah. and stuff. But so every birth experience is different for everyone. Um, and I think what marries the purpose of her book is to encourage us to say, this is very natural. This is very beautiful. This is very spiritual. It's physical, it's emotional, and there's a better way to do it. Yep. And I just want to give you some guidance Amen. through that journey. So the book, Made for This, and the website, that's very important, madeforthisbirth.net slash about. Made for This Birth provides women with the support, information, resources, and confidence needed to have the pregnancy, birth, and postpartum experience that God designed for them. Um, and more, so much more. Eucharistic Congress 2024 is taking place next July 17th through the 21st. For more information, go to or visit EWTN.com forward slash Eucharist. Registering through EWTN link will get you $75 off the admission price. So we'll be right back to discuss the great importance of the transformational power and the blessing of every child. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guest is Mary Hazeltine. She is a Catholic birth doula, a childbirth educator. Mary has written a beautiful book entitled Made for This, A Catholic Mom's Guide to Birth, and it's available at EWTNRC.com. And you can visit Mary's website, madeforthisbirth.com. Net. Well, Mary, we're excited to have you back again. And we want you to tell our family, what is your vision and hope for the book and also your website? I think I would say that um, I really want every woman to know, every woman called to physical motherhood, to know that 
that this birth matters and that God really wants to meet her there and mm -hmm. has something beautiful in store for her there. It may be hard, it may be challenging, um, it may even be painful, but he has something so beautifully transformative for each and every woman in her own unique story because every birth is different mm -hmm. and every pregnancy is different and God, every woman is different. So God has a unique message he wants to share with each woman in her pregnancy and birth and, and the resources we provide are, are meant to help invite God into that process of transformation, of, of making that birth uh, what he wants it to be for her. Um, so yeah, I want her to walk away from birth changed mm -hmm. um, and, and remember that, that she's called to sanctity, she's called to be a saint through that birth uh, yes. and that it matters. And you know, it was amazing uh, the other evening as we were going to bed, I was reading, I like to read, but I was reading about postpartum and postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, I would never be reading this, you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but just so, you really deal with kind of every aspect, not just only the birth, but leading up to birth, issues with possibly you know, wanting to give birth, conceive, and then after postpartum, you deal with the church. What can the church do to help women post having a baby? What are we doing? What are we not doing? Uh, you also say that you believe there's a, a maternal and neonatal health crisis mm. in our country. So what do you mean by that? Why do you assess it that way? What are you saying? Yeah, well, it's, it's very clear from the statistics that, uh, that we do have a maternal mortality rate that's actually rising in our country, in the United States, which is very surprising to a yeah. lot of people. We think we have this, you know, amazing medical care. And, uh, and a lot of women realize when they, when they go into that system that it's not necessarily them at the center of the system um, and that it's 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 lacking in a lot of ways um, that the system isn't designed for really personalized care and and our statistics are showing that that maternal outcomes are actually on are, are not good in this country so our maternal mortality is rising our neonatal morbidity is rising and we have um, a cesarean rate in our country that's almost triple what is supposed to be, you know, yeah. recommended as yeah. healthy and safe for mothers yeah. and babies. So that that creates um, immediate and, and long-term consequences for both those mothers and babies. So we yeah. have a lot of work to do in our system um, to to change things, and we sh yeah. we need to be caring about these things as Catholics yeah. because we want every mom and baby healthy and thriving, right. not right. just alive. We want mm -hmm. them healthy and. Yeah. yeah. So we're grateful for the medical help and science, and we're so glad that being able to do cesarean sections, that a child has come forth, and I would imagine most of the times they're very necessary. But yet, yet this is something that I hear. I'm not in deep like you, but I do hear woman after woman having a cesarean section. It's just like, it's, it's like wow, what is going on or what's happening? Like I said, thank God when it's necessary that we do that. What, 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 what is it about? What, what are you thinking? <laughs> I think there's a lot of factors at play. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's a it's a very sensitive subject um, because it's so intrinsic to who we are as women. Um, so there's a lot of factors at play. There's liability at play for the hospitals. Um, there's convenience at play. There's um, some of the skills that we used to have that doctors used to be trained in. They're no longer trained in anymore. Um, so the things like breech babies used to be yeah. born normally, you know, mm -hmm. vaginally, and it wasn't a big big problem because providers were trained in, in how to manage and, and, and take care of those situations and, um, and they're not trained for that anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of factors okay. at play, but it's, it's, um, it is a problem that we, that we need to address. Yeah. And, 
Yeah. And that's just one aspect of what you're yeah. speaking mm -hmm. about. So what do women need? Um, I know you, you've got so many chapters and so much information and resources, and you always say, hey, this is not, this is information for you. It's not, you, you have to make a plan, and you have to speak with your doctor and you and your husband, and you do all of this. But obviously, you have a lot of thoughts on this because you have so much information and you have the website. So what do you want people to know about how to best plan in the midst of this culture, society, the medical situation that we're in to plan for your birth? Yeah, we need a lot more education for women. Um, about pregnancy, about what's normal in birth, about, um, about the fact that she's the one that's supposed to be the one making decisions. God gives her the authority over, over her body and over her baby. That's, that's divine, divinely bestowed authority. Um, and we're, we're meant to hire, if, if we choose to hire a doctor or a midwife, they're working for us. Mm -hmm. um, they're not, we're not bound to them and we should treat um, any provider. If, when we're searching a provider, if we're not comfortable with with the, their outcomes, we can ask for their statistics yeah. and they should be willing to provide them. If we're not comfortable with that, we should be willing to leave and find a provider who would be a better fit. Um, yeah, so it's so better preparation, better education, better support. Um, doulas are, are huge in helping um, reduce complications um, and having better outcomes. Doulas really help with that. Um, but yeah, better preparation, education, and understanding that, that Indeed, you are made for this. You're designed to give birth. That when you are working with a doctor or a midwife, that you need yeah. to really be asking questions. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You don't. You, you're you're the one who's who's going to be living with the consequences of of this birth and the outcome that you have. So asking questions is actually our, our responsibility. And and, uh, and as I as we pointed out, that our our statistics and our outcomes aren't that great. So it's actually smart to be asking questions mm -hmm. of your provider and asking, you know, do we really need to do this? Or what is this test for? Or what are my other options here? Um, and if, and, and not just picking the provider, you know, that you, that you have out of the phone book or out of your, what your insurance company tells you that you have to pick or just the person your mom tells you you should go with. Really looking at the options in your area um, and, and asking them and treating those first appointments as, as an interview process mm -hmm. and, and going to the provider who is going to offer you the best personalized care, <coughs> who has good outcomes and, and, and recognizing that, that this is our choice to make. Yeah. Well, and that's where the education comes beforehand, mm -hmm. where you are doing your research or you do have a good <coughs> support system, right? Hopefully it's a good Catholic community mm -hmm. and where other young moms have gone before where they can nurture you and educate you and to say, this was the route that I went. This is how it was beneficial to me. And so these are ways that you, that we need to empower ourselves because um, so many times women are rendered powerless. It's like you, you go to this provider, you sign on the line, and you're going to get three to five minutes with your OBGYN, and then you're in and out of there, and I'll see you next week. I'll see you next month as you go through that journey. It's kind of like, well, this isn't the way I wanted it to be. But that's why we have to do so much homework beforehand to know exactly what we're getting ourselves into. Now, suppose uh, someone is watching us and they're from Arizona, and they're like, oh, everything that Mary is saying is, not, is very nice and I like it, but you're in New York, we're here in Alabama, so what is the network that is available to them? How, how can they get connected? Yeah, so, so my biggest, well, 
outreach to the people for, in that situation was the, my book, mm -hmm. but we also have uh, at madeforthisbirth.net, we have a directory that we've put forth that um, has almost 400 providers now of, of OBs, midwives, doulas that are Catholic, Christian, and pro-life. Mm -hmm. um, so people can search in their area for um, a birth worker that might align more with their values. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say, I also have an Instagram community, so I do a lot of my, my teaching there. Um, and, and offer a lot of resources through that. Um, but I would say connect with your local, find a, a doula, look up the local doulas in your area, start talking with them, start talking with, talk with the women who have had wonderful births. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I say. If, if you want that similar outcome, talk to the people who have come away from birth and said, that was one of the best experiences mm -hmm. in my life. And talk with them and ask them, okay, what did you do? Who did you see? You know, what did, what, what can I learn from you? We're meant to pass this, this wisdom down from, from mother to daughter, from woman to woman, mm -hmm. sister to sister, and we've lost that, yeah. you yeah. know? Um, so talk, not, talk with the women who love to give birth, um, and, and maybe, especially when you're pregnant, though, you do need to have kind of a, um, some healthy boundaries, because people also love to share their scare stories with mm -hmm. women when they're pregnant. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you have a sign on you that says, mm -hmm. tell me all the things that I should be afraid of. Um, so you also need to be, have healthy boundaries and, and be able to kind of put a, a little bubble around yourself too to kind of deflect some of that. Because um, a lot of women are walking around with, with traumatic mm -hmm. histories, traumatic births, um, and, and it's never been processed. And sometimes mm -hmm. that comes out when they see another pregnant woman, um, if they yeah. didn't have an experience that, that, was, that they felt was positive mm -hmm. or they were treated poorly in their birth. Um, that can kind of come out and, and we're only just beginning to realize, um, kind of understand how birth trauma has, can, can play out um, and that it's a very real thing. And, and so women, when they are pregnant, kind of need to have some, some boundaries, yeah. I'd say. Around well, and I think what you said is important. Look for a doula, but there are some doulas out there who are maybe new age mm -hmm. and they're different values than yeah. yours and they're different beliefs than yours. Yeah. Um, and so that's where the Catholic Church needs to come back to its roots to say, wait a minute, our Blessed Mother was the greatest doula, <laughs> right? Look how she assisted Elizabeth and we had John. And, and so to take it back to say, you can do this through the lens of Catholicism. You can do this through the lens because it's almost like it got hijacked. Mm -hmm. And so if you Google a doula, I mean, some, some bizarre things come up. Um, where you say, this is not what I want to get myself into. I don't want to be assisted with crystals and all this other kind of stuff. So we need to be careful to say that this is of my value, of my beliefs, and so that it's centered in, in the Catholic Church and in Catholicism. So one of the things that you do so well is postpartum. And so many women suffer from postpartum, um, and they're all alone and they don't know who to talk to, and they need a community. Mm -hmm. And what, what do you want to encourage the church to do for young moms in that regard? Yeah, it's a really difficult time for mm -hmm. a lot of women. So many women suffer from postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. I've had my own issues with that. Um, we need to have more support. Um, we're not meant to do it alone, mm -hmm. and yet so many women, especially the last, you know, since the Industrial Revolution, really, have we've had these 
fragmented societies. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have a village around us anymore. We don't have these huge extended families around us anymore, taking care of us postpartum, making meals for us, making sure mom stays in bed for at least a week after she gives birth. A lot of moms are, you know, within a couple days after giving birth, they're supposed to be back to their normal life or even jobs. Um, and that's, it's not healthy and yeah. it's causing a lot of problems for moms and families and babies. Um, so we need more, more support from the parishes would be wonderful. Um, every parish, I think, I feel like every parish should have some sort of postpartum ministry where moms are getting, families are getting meals brought to them after, or if not meals, then maybe cleaning if the mom needs mm -hmm. help with cleaning or help with older children. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, moms are running themselves ragged, some of us, and especially those, we're, we're called to be open to life, so, so some of us have three, four, five children, and we're trying to be postpartum. We're not supposed to, we shouldn't be getting out of bed, really, mm -hmm. those first few weeks, and, but we're, we, we're forced to. You know, we, we don't have a lot of support or help. So parishes should have postpartum ministries um, tailored to the needs of each unique mom, because each unique mom is gonna have different, different needs. Um, more support in the parishes, welcoming families, welcoming babies, never ever shaming a mom who needs to feed her baby during mass because mm -hmm. that's difficult and it's hard. Um, so and if these babies need to be fed, they have a right to be fed, so they need to be fed during mass. Like that's okay, we need to recognize that. If we're gonna be open to life, we need to be open to that too. And the popes have talked about that. You yes. know? Yeah. Um, what else can they do? Making making the, the parish, um, even the facilities, you know, having yeah. a changing table mm -hmm. is just it's just a sign that we welcome babies here. We mm -hmm. know that there should be babies here. Um, yeah, uh, there's a rite of blessing before childbirth that, yeah. that many people don't know about. Even priests don't know about it. There's an actual rite within the church yeah. where pregnant women can come and their priests can give them an official blessing from the church before they have their baby. Yes. How beautiful is that? Mm -hmm. Our church but knows that. Yeah. Do they? We do That's that. Yes. Wonderful. That's not common. Mm -hmm. So most most parishes have never even heard of it. But you can ask your priest for that. I would love to see that that becomes something standard that that every woman gets that from mm -hmm. the church before yeah. she goes into her birth. Yeah. Um, there's also um, a blessing of parents after a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. When that happens, they sh that we should know about that, the, the, the things we can do when a miscarriage happens mm -hmm. from a Christian Catholic perspective. Right. The, um, and the love and support that a couple might need after that loss, yeah. you know, as opposed to sometimes people say all the wrong things. Yeah and they need love and support and compassion and kindness yeah. during that time. Yeah, we're encouraged after a miscarriage, the church actually encourages us to have a funeral mass for our babies. Mm -hmm. Many Catholic parents have no idea about that, mm -hmm. that we can name our babies, and give them that dignity of naming our babies and burying our babies. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of parish support would be, is hugely helpful. Well, you're dealing with all these different areas, your book is, a thick book, readable book, and it just smacks of great concern for, for, for these women and, and the children. We just have a minute or so. Tell us again how people can reach you. You mentioned your, your app. How is that beneficial? Yeah, so reach me at madeforthisbirth.net, um, and we also have an app available in the Apple Store, hopefully on Android soon at some point. Um, but it's, it's an app that has a pregnancy tracker, and it's meant to help you walk you through pregnancy and right through birth. You can play the audio tracks during your birth. Um, and, and I'm on Instagram, on Made for This Birth, um, so they can connect with me in all those places. Mm -hmm. Mary, thank Perfect. you thank so you. much. Thank you for helping thank to you. equip and beautify the church who says we love life and, and we support life, and you're helping us to know the things to do yeah. to actually uh, put shoe leather on what mm -hmm. we're speaking about. 
So thank you, and God bless you. Keep thank up your you great so work. Thank you. God thank bless you. your beautiful family. Thank you. So we're going to take a break at this point. Made for this, A Catholic Mother's Guide to Birth, and of course the website, uh, equipping God's people, especially women, uh, to build a new culture of life. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. We have with us beloved Father John Paul. Father John Paul, this is your first time on the new set. Are you comfortable? Is everything okay for you? It's great. Why didn't you give me a recliner? <laughs> I want one of those recliners with a with the heated the seat and everything. Oh, totally. <laughs> that would right. not make for a good shot. With no, I don't. I don't think our. Um, you know, Doug Keck and Peter Gagnon would have, would have approved of that expense. But we do want you comfortable, Father. <laughs> so, yeah. Father, what did you think about Mary Hazeltine, her book, uh, Made for This, the website, just encouraging the church yeah. and people to be all they could be regarding birth? Well, I definitely want to read the book. Um, I didn't get to see the first show, um, but I, I want to read the book and uh, really educate myself as a priest, because I think us who are priests have a, an obligation to um, educate ourselves and to pass on beautiful things like this to the people that come to us, the people mm -hmm. that we counsel in the confessional um, and in through spiritual direction. And just, as she was just say, saying so many things, I think she could have went on for another oh, yeah. <laughs> half hour or an hour and mm -hmm. I was just, you know, kind of yeah. listening to some things. And, and oh, just a few things. One of the things she mentioned is uh, just the reality of trauma um, the trauma that takes place during birth. I think every birth is a miracle. Mm -hmm. Every birth is a miracle. But, and I think it, you know, there are some births that are probably more traumatic mm -hmm. than others, mm -hmm. that mothers um, experience trauma, maybe in, in their own body, situations in the hospital, situations dealing with doctors, mm -hmm. uh, maybe that force things upon them that shouldn't be. Um, but also, I think, I think she alluded to this too, but trauma of the child too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the trauma that takes place, um, if a mother is traumatized in birth, mm -hmm. the baby is going to be traumatized too as well. Mm -hmm. So there, there may be, you know, issues um, in going forward with a child mm -hmm. that that child, even as an adult, doesn't know about. Right. Because they've experienced a traumatic birth, they may be you know, and I think I've, I've dealt with people in my own life um, that had traumatic births um, and they end up later in life, you know, suffering from mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know? Well, there's bonding issues. Yeah. There's emotional and physical and spiritual yeah. things that, that go on. Mm -hmm. And the wise mom will be able to discern, hey, something broke down in this process. And Jesus can come and repair right. this, and I need to invite him into that. And she said, Mary said something very um, profound, you know, that God does give a special authority mm -hmm. to moms, you know, and to, and, and I would say to a family, to a mm -hmm. father too as well that's involved. Uh, but a mother, there's no one that knows her body better than the mother mm -hmm. herself. The doctor doesn't know her, her the mother's body, um, maybe through medical science and through his own training, but... Every birth is unique, like Mary said, and the and I think through education of 
uh, in this method and this, in this practice, women can be given the tools to make choices for mm -hmm. themselves, yeah. better choices. That's exactly what yeah. Mary's doing. Uh, so let's yeah. close in a prayer and in a blessing, Father. Sure. Family, may the Lord bless you and keep you and may he turn his face to you and be merciful to you and may he show you his kindness and give you his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thank Amen. you. Thank Father. you so much. Hope that you were encouraged today in the midst of this culture of death and throwaway culture that God is raising up people for this very time, like Mary Hazeltine, to share about the wonder, the greatness, the transformative power of giving birth. All together, we will build a new culture of life and marriage and the family. God bless you and all of your loved ones. Keep it on EWTN, and you're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.